Yo, what's up, man? Tim, we got another one. We're back. How you doing, dude? No, doing good. Yeah. Are you getting rain? I am. Yeah, man. It's it's been <clears throat> it's been raining, raining too much lately. So needs to needs to quit. Yeah. Are you guys done? Did you guys finish corn this week? No. No, we got rained out. So dang. There's a lot of a lot of farmers around the area that got rained out this this week. So, what about you? Uh, I haven't planted any corn. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> planted any corn yet. No. Uh, the reason I was asking is because it's raining now. We were we got we did get rained out mowing today. Um, kind of a bummer, but yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, hey, you shot a turkey. I did, man. Got a turkey down. So that That's was up. You want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It was, I think it was a Thursday. Season opened up on a Monday, and then I shot in on a Thursday morning with one of my buddies. Um, I actually doubled up. So that was, that was pretty fun. That was, oh, that's yeah, awesome. Kind of fun. Yeah. So take, Take us through the hunt. Uh, what what was the property set up? Did you roost the night before? What was your strategy? Take us through. Yeah, it. yeah, we Surrounded by a ridge with some timber on it, so uh, went out that evening for the hunt. Yeah, just had to, like, there was two gobbled, gobbled one time, and you to get them gobble again for about fifteen minutes. It was pretty exciting. First time being out this season, so that was it was a blast, man. Um, they came. We were set up in like a brush pile, and there was one spot where it was pretty open, and. Uh, and they came around the brush pile like ten yards and almost spooked because they saw us. But Ooh. they they also saw me. So they're like, "Well, <laughs> we'll we'll kind of scurry around." And then uh, they ended up coming to, to the decoys, and we're you know at twenty yards for like a couple minutes, and then we killed them. So it Did was you pretty sweet. Did you have like breeder hen and and Jake decoy or what was that? What was your decoy yeah. setup? Yeah, I had a yeah a breeder hen, and then probably four feet away, I had a half struck, half strut uh, Jake. So nice. What brand? What brand decoys do you have? Uh, I don't remember what the hen is. That the Jake is a Dave Smith Jake. So. Oh, that's a pretty nice decoy then. Wow. I need I need I need to get a Dave Smith hen. That's you know, I I've never uh, ran into this issue before, but um, you know, living at my parents' place, we can always share decoys because, you know, I can I can usually hunt during the week randomly here and there, depending on the weather. And then my dad can hunt on the weekends, but if I have the decoys, he can't really, you know. He he likes to hunt with a decoy suit too. So, 
Right. I need to get some. I need to get some more decoys, but I got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. It was a, a lot of fun. That's exciting. And did you did you do the old three, two, one, or what? So yeah, walking in, that's what we said. We we're like, okay, let's you know, let's count down three, two, one, shoot. But <laughs> the heat of the moment, we both forgot, and you know, I he had an opening, and I had an opening. And we just shot, and it was at the same exact time, so it worked out good. The both that's kind of like one big one big shot went off, and both birds went flopping. That's awesome, dude. That's it awesome. was actually probably it was probably one of my top hunts. I mean, it it was a blast. It was, it was really a lot of fun. That's cool. What's your uh, what's your gun setup that you're using? Oh man, I knew you asked me that. It's a single shot breakover that a uh, 12 gauge and it only shoots two and three quarter shells. Okay. I shot my first bird with that back in, I guess it would be 08. It's a cool old gun. I could have used a different um, pump action or semi auto, but I, you know, decided to get back to the roots a little bit. And you know, use something a little more traditional. That, that was actually a lot of fun killing a bird with that gun again. That's awesome. But, yeah. Have well, who you, killed uh, the bigger bird? <laughs> actually, I think mine was just a touch bigger. Yeah, nice. Yeah, almost. It- I had a one point three inch spurs on it, so it was over you know inch and a quarter spurs. So that was oh pretty, nice, dude. That was pretty sweet. That's cool. Ten inch yeah. year. He he was a heck of a bird. Heck of a bird. That's awesome, dude. And yeah. What do you even do with that stuff? Do you, I mean? Well, not a turkey hunter. You just like cut the beard off, and I mean. So I know um, some guys can make uh, like a cool mount. Like they'll cut off the fan and then um, cut the legs off, and then the beard, you know, and kind of make kind of a mount on the wall with it. Um, but I, I never, I never really do anything with the spurs. Uh, so I don't really know. The thing I use a tail fan feather for is, um, for, you know, decoys or like fanning birds. If you don't have a decoy, you can just use a fan. And that actually, that actually works pretty well. I, I, I suggest trying to do that sometime. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's what's up. Dude, I saw... I I don't remember when this was, but I saw on social media, Michael Waddell, he had this... He had, like, this can't-stop-the-flop thing. It was, like, a goofy video that he had. Uh Uh-huh. Did you see that? And he had, like, a... I don't even know how to describe it. It was basically a rope full of beards. Like, I mean, just hundreds of beards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing the turkeys that he had killed in the past. I mean, there was hundreds on there. Uh, <laughs> that dude's a killer. <laughs> that yeah, that guy's awesome. He's yeah. he's a hoot. Yeah, I love listening to him and watching him. I just I feel like like without even meaning to, he's kind of like become the spokesman for like the outdoor industry, or at least the hunting oh, world. Absolutely, know? absolutely. Yeah, hey, which is kind of job. Cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, we, I, yeah, you couldn't ask for a better person to do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's he's a character. I mean, I think part of what makes him so fun to watch is he's just so genuine. He's like, I don't know. He just seems like the kind of guy that you'd want to hang around and like at deer camp or whatever, you know. Uh huh. You know, I watched, I, mean. a, I watched a video with him the other day, um, hunting with his sons and his dad, uh, turkey hunting, and they they ended up killing a bird, but in the morning they his son missed a bird. And Michael was so fired up, like he, you know, almost got a little agitated that his son missed, mainly because he kept telling him to hold off for, you know, the camera and the film, you know, letting that bird come in. And uh, I can, I can relate a lot to that, like kind of getting like too, too worked up over, over hunting sometimes. And it's, it's like, you know what, that, that's what was a lot of fun about this hunt. It's like I didn't really care what happened just because it was, you know, my buddy's property and it was a new new piece, never been on it. And it was like, you know what, like, let's just go have some fun, see if we get into birds, you know, and if we kill one, I'd just be icing on top of the cake. And it really, it really helped to uh, to just chill out, you know, just kind of right. take it all in. So that, that yeah. was a lot of fun. I think that's what made it made it fun is just not really caring what happened. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lesson in that, you know, can't get too it, stressed out. It really, yeah, really is. Yeah. So that's pretty to, cool. Trying to learn how to just take it easy. Um, yeah. It's funny because that following weekend, you know, I took out my, I took my sister out hunting. Well, me and my dad, you know, both took her out and they were trying to kill a bird. And uh, we ended up calling a bird into about 25, 30 yards. And she, you know, she ended up missing. And and I, I wasn't really too worked up about that either. Huh, that's cool. Like, I actually didn't even know that that happened. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, took, we took Janelle out. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was a really fun hunt, actually. We called in two, two mature gobblers. And her and my dad both had a gun. We actually we almost pulled off the double with that hunt, but didn't quite happen. Dang, that would have been pretty sweet. Yeah, I knew you all three hunted together, but I didn't. I didn't know you even saw anything, to be honest. Or maybe yeah. you told me and I forgot. I, I don't know, but yeah, there that's is pretty cool. There is something about getting worked up just a little bit. Like like she was pretty. I wouldn't. You know, she wasn't mad, but she was definitely disappointed. And I don't know, seeing that in her was cool. It was like, okay, like, you know, they care whenever, you know, whenever you mess up and, and that person's like, just kind of like bummed. It's like, all right, cool. Like if you would have just like brushed this off, like, oh, it's no big deal. Like, you know, there's some sense of like, man, like I, I really wanted to kill that bird. So that, that was kind of, that was kind of neat. You know, me and dad were like, oh, you know, it's all right. We'll uh we'll we'll get after another one and hunt until one o'clock. You never got onto another bird. Dang, but. dang. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree though. There's something to be said about that. Like, I there's a balance because, like you're saying, you don't want to take yourself too seriously. Like you're out there to have fun, but then right. you know you make a miss like that. You you want to be the best the best possible hunter that you can be, and I think that just like that goes back to the competitive spirit. Like you're not competing against anybody else, but you're competing against yourself and just trying to push yourself to be the best that you can be. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. And I, I think guess that's for... a big. Yeah, I think that's a big reason. Not, I mean, you know, it's maybe not a big reason, but it is a reason that I'm just not that huge on filming hunts at the moment because, like, I don't know. There's a lot that you can miss with not being the moment, like, hundred percent just hunting. You know, whenever you're worried about trying to get it on film and capturing it all. Yep. It can, yep. uh, it definitely takes away a, a part of the hunt. So absolutely. Um, yeah. I got, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, I, I did very, very, very little filming the, this past season and maybe even the season before just cause I don't know. It's just one more thing to stress about and it's, it's a lot harder to just enjoy what you're doing. And even like, even if a deer comes in that you're not, or a turkey, whatever it is, comes in that you're not planting on shooting, it's like you're still stressed about getting good footage and stuff. And it's like, well, listen, I I kind of just want to watch this every once in a while, you know, and just yeah. observe it, you know? Yeah. You know? It's fun it's getting pretty, to look back at that stuff, but. Well, see, yeah. And and some people, that's the special part about it, too, is is actually getting it on film, which is awesome if that's what it is for you but i don't know i don't know there's something about just enjoying god's creation and just i don't know taking it all in pretty pretty neat sometimes oh yeah 100 percent. it's kind of slowing down it's yeah i don't know turkey hunting is a blast though yeah i i would like to get i i went out one morning and heard some gobbles but you know i'm not I'm not a good caller, so I called like once on the roost and once after he flew down. And I was like, well, it's more or less just like, hey, maybe he'll think there's a hen over here. And if he does, maybe he'll head this way. But I knew. You're like the, you're like the last ditch. Like, yeah. Oh, well, everyone else, last ditch effort is like, well, everyone else is uh, gone. I guess I'll go <laughs> where I heard Yeah, no, like, seriously, though, I was like not trying to convince him to come my way at all. I was just like, hey, I'm a hen. You're I'm over here. Just, like, just if you're interested. Like, Hi. You know? Like the hand with zero confidence, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you're like that awkward person. Like, uh, don't have any self-confidence. Hi, I'm Tim. So, yeah, he flew down and worked his way directly away from me most of the morning. (laughs) Uh, It's fun fun hearing gobbles and seeing stuff. I saw some deer, and I actually had a hen sneak up on me. I heard her, like, cluck in a couple times. Like yeah, and then I I forgot about her, and like forty five minutes had gone by, and I was like, oh, I hadn't heard any gobbles, and you know, it's probably I'm getting hungry. I might go get some breakfast. So I like go to stand up, and she was like twelve yards to my left, and we scared. Oh my the, gosh, we scared the crap out of each other. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, she's, you scared her as that she scared you. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, like I went to stand up, and there was a turkey, like right under my armpit almost i was like oh my gosh <laughs> that's funny it was pretty funny but that's yeah. that's all i got out i might try to get out one more time what does it end saturday ends uh sunday sunday are yeah. you gonna try to kill your second bird yeah i'm i'm really gonna try to just yeah depends on depends on when i have some free time i would love to at least go one more time with my dad he hasn't I mean, he's only been out, I think, uh, twice. So, and he has not killed a bird yet. So that would be that'd be really fun to double team with him and try to go get on another bird with him. 
Um, but I went out. I went out this last weekend. It was Saturday morning. I went out, and uh, yeah, I didn't didn't have any luck. It was raining and really nasty. One of those mornings, you should have stayed in bed, which you did, right. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Smart move. Smart move. Yep. Yep. I've been uh most of the chances I've gotten I've been staying in bed, you know. Right. I set the alarm just for good measure and then I wake up and say, Bah <laughs> But uh I'll I'll try so, to get out one more time. What uh what are what are some like things that you've taken away from this I guess one time you've gotten out? Like do you think you're like what? What have you learned? I guess is what I'm asking. That's how, like helping you progress as a turkey hunter, or are you progressing? Um, I don't know. I don't know how much I grew on that hunt. I would say the one thing that I learned. I was hunting um, my grandparents' place there, which is uh, you know it's about 45 acres, um, and 30 of those are probably like pretty good huntable acres so it's a pretty small piece and i was hunting like you know there's there's a creek bottom down there and i was hunting down by that creek bottom well right off the bat you know from the from dark that that turkey was gobbling on the neighbors so what i'm getting at is i feel like turkey hunting maybe even more than deer hunting i feel like having some elbow room is kind of nice yeah because with how you know even after he flew down, he was still gobbling quite a bit for a while. And, I, uh-huh. I, you know, who's to say if I could have snuck up on him or not? But it would have been at least nice for me, not being an incredible caller, to be able to have that option, that tool in my bag. But for him being, you know, across the creek on the neighbors, I, I felt like, well, I just have to sit here with my decoy and I'm not even in the game, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. You just feel like, well, I'm just another noise out here hoping, you know. Yeah, so I think, you know, hunting, if if you have the opportunity, even if it means hunting public, maybe hunting a place that has a little bit more elbow room um, might be a good option if you, if you hunted two or three times and you feel tied up like that. That being said, if I go out again, I'll probably go out to the same place (laughs) just because there are a lot of birds out there, but yeah, there are for sure. Yeah. But that's the one thing I've learned and I'm, I'm not saying, um, I don't know if that that made me a better hunter or not, but that's just an observation that I made. And you yeah. know, I'm I'm super green when it comes to turkey hunting, so I'm sure every time I go out, I'll be learning something. But yeah, and that's I mean, that's the cool thing about it is is that every time you get out, whether you know you want to or don't really feel like it, I mean, you, you you're gonna learn learn something, you know. So that's yeah, that's 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 really cool. I think there is something to be said about getting into the game, you know, moving and trying to get more vocal and changing your setup around. So, yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I ha- I could probably devote myself to getting to be a better caller too and just building that confidence. Um, but right now I just, I, I don't have it. If I call, if I call more than two or three times, I'm just worried they're going to be like, what the heck is that? You know what uh-huh. I mean? so uh, yeah for the stage oh, i'm at right now i feel like less is better but yeah yeah that's that's interesting i mean calling is a really obviously it's a really good tool to have and be able to do um 
but I mean, it's not, it's not everything. I wouldn't say it's, you know, you can be a crappy caller and still obviously kill birds. You know, it just comes down to how, how sneaky you can be. And if you have the right terrain, like what you're talking about to be able to sneak around and make a play on, play on a bird. So. Right. Yeah. So if you're you're out there and you know, your calling is not your strong suit, you know, work on it, but, but use, you know, whatever you're good at, you know, sneaking around and actually being a good, you know, like hunting, you know, trying to, trying to get around the woods. Yeah, absolutely. See where the birds are trying to get to. So it's, that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I used to, when I was, uh, when I was just getting into, into bow hunting, I was like 13 or whatever. And I would be sneaking around. I didn't know what I was doing, but I'd be sneaking around the woods with my bow, like still hunting and just looking for deer kind of. And I would always run into turkeys down on that, on that property. And I would always see how close I could get. And I mean, you'd be amazed, you know, if you just wait till they're facing away from you and just take your time, put, put a tree in between you and them, you can get super close to those things. You know, as a 13 year old, there was a couple of times I, I definitely got within 20 yards of, you know, a group of two or three turkeys. and. uh I don't know. I guess I'm a little bigger now, but maybe I'm a little bit more patient too. So, <laughs> yeah, you're easier to see now or something. Yeah, it, but funny story. I actually didn't know that you could shoot turkeys with your bow at that time. So I was just sneaking up to them just to see how close I could get. I was never trying to shoot them. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if. Yeah, which is kind of funny. I get, but. Anyway, yeah, but is it just me, man, or are turkeys easier or more? Uh, well, I guess I should say like dumber whenever it's not turkey season. I'm sure there's, there's so, a lot there's of so many that. people I talk to. They're like, man, you turkey hunt like like turkeys are so stupid. You know, I can kill them all the time. It's like, well, I mean, I agree. Like whenever it's not April the first of May, you yeah. know they're. Like, I don't know. They seem like whenever you're actually trying to kill them, they yeah, seem I'm sure there's, very tough to kill. I'm sure there's got to be some truth to that. I know deer are that way. It's like animals are good at figuring out when you're hunting them and they don't want to die. So, you know, I don't know. Right. There's got to be some truth to that. I mean, look at deer during the summer. They're just out. You could see a velvet buck out in a soybean field two hours before it gets dark right off yeah. the road. And yeah, you're not going to see that in october you know what i mean or or rifle season at least yeah and like right now deer are like super calm i feel like you know Mm -hmm. turkey hunting and you see deer they're like chasing each other running around like you know they're acting like it's their off season because like it is and that's kind of weird it's like they know that you know like they're just like chill and don't have a care in the world it's just it's pretty interesting I'd say does especially because you know you get around that November time frame and it seems like for a doe it seems like everything's after them. They're getting chased by bucks. They're getting chased by people. You know they they can't go anywhere without smelling some guy in a tree stand drinking coffee. You know I mean it's tough for them out there. But I'm sure turkeys kind of the same way. You know they get their buddy gets shot at or shot out from under them. <laughs> it doesn't take them long to figure out what's oh, up. You know? Shoot. <laughs> they hear some yeah. guy going, row, 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 row. they're like, uh oh. 
<laughs> I'm not going over there. <laughs> uh, uh, funny. I think uh, I think something I learned this season, and like I've been learning this, like more and more I am hunting, but like like this hunt with my sister and dad this past weekend really really drove it home is if you're running and gunning and uh anytime you make a call be in a strategic spot to where you can kill a bird from where you're calling and that's i think that's huge to to do that you know you don't want to be calling in an open path you know or where you don't have any cover to get to, which I mean I've done, and that's how I've learned learned that because yeah, these, these birds we made, literally made a call behind this brush pile, they gobbled, and then you know made another call just to like pinpoint them again. They did not gobble and glassed through this brush, you know that we were sitting behind, and they were like running towards us. Oh man! And it was like, oh crap! Like it's go time. No, throw the decoys behind the tree. Like get down now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That know. can happen that, fast, I something. guess. Yeah, it. Yeah, it just depends on yeah what time of the day you fire one up. So I don't know. I think that's a really good thing to just keep in mind when you're running and gunning is. Uh, I heard someone else say that a long time ago, and I can't I can't remember who it was. It was like King of the Spring. Uh, man, no, I, I I can't remember who it was. Some somebody was you know on YouTube said it one time, and I was like, man, that is that is just so true. The more I'm hunting, I'm learning that more and more. So, yeah, I mean, it makes good sense. You don't with how fast they come in sometimes. You don't want to be caught with your pants down, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Joe, we could save this for another podcast if you want, but I saw the guys at Exodus did like their, uh, their dream team, three deer hunters. And I know it's turkey season, but I've been wanting to ask you, like, maybe we go back and forth and say what our dream team is. Ooh. Oh, is that something you'd want to do right now? Oh, oh Yeah. Yeah, okay, sure. so I think so, the categories they had, we could just copy what they did, was like out-of-state public land, and then you got like your uh, private land managed, like they managed the property for big bucks, and then, oh gosh, I don't remember what the other one was, but we could just say like a, a buy-permission guy, like knock on doors and, and get permission somewhere. Maybe it could be that they're familiar with or out-of-state. Um and then we could just choose who we think would do the best in those scenarios. And we're talking about, you know, guys that are pretty well known in the outdoor world. Or you could even say somebody you know. I mean, whatever. Yeah. But. yeah. Boy, that is tough. That's that's really tough. Um, so I you can give first. you can give a runner up too if you want. <laughs> if it's like too hard to narrow it down to one, you could give a runner up. Okay. Uh, so at, you said out of state, like public land stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do that one uh, first. Okay. Man, there's just so many, there's, I feel like there's a lot of people. And then I'm also like, you know, realizing I don't watch that many. I'm trying to pick like 
THP obviously comes to mind when I think of out of state because that's like real, like all they do. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. So I think I know I know who you're gonna pick, but I think I'm gonna pick him first. Is that <laughs> Zach? Okay, Zach um, from the Hunting Public. Yeah, the Hunting Public. I think that I mean deer turkey. That guy is. He's probably one of the one of the better like hunters I know as far as like tracking down sign or I know, I don't know him but know of um man yeah he he's really good and then yeah we actually we need to message him again because I messaged him on Instagram I was like hey me and my cousin have a little podcast you want to hop on sometime and he was like sure and then I I never really followed up so yeah, we I need, need to you need to follow up like ASAP on that yeah. Yeah, I need to have him on, but anyway, uh, go ahead, continue. Who's your land manager? My land manager. That's another tough one. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, there's some really good names out there. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna say Lee Lukowski, actually. Lee, he he grows some. I mean, mega giant. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Ah, you know what? Okay, I'll I'll stick with Lee, and then as runner up, I'll have uh, um. Oh come on now, uh, Mike from Midwest Whitetail. Uh, what's his name? Darn it, I can't remember his name. Oh, you think of Bill Winky? Bill Winky. There you oh go. yeah, I don't know where I got Mike from. Bill Winky. <laughs> I I just really like Bill. I think he's a really, really cool dude. Solid guy. Oh, yeah. Um, and then for knocking on doors. Oh, shoot. Can you vote for yourself? No. <laughs> 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 I'm just, just, just uh, I mean, you can if you want, Joe. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I need a I need a dream team here. I, um, man, I don't know. I think Lee Ellis is probably one of the you know. I watch a lot of the Seek One stuff, I guess, but he seems to seems to know what he's doing in that area, right? But yeah, I mean, my list would be pretty dang similar to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> You kind of stole all mine. I might throw in a couple honorable mentions, but um, if if we're saying, can I go ahead and do mine? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can pick the same any of the same people that I picked. No way, really. <laughs> I don't know. I I guess. Oh you man, can. that makes it kind of tough. Oh man, that would be um, kind of fun. But okay, but we can, can do you, that. You can pick. You can pick whoever. I, I'm just making this up on the fly. You can pick whoever. Okay, well, for out-of-state public, that's that's kind of tough. I mean, I, I I personally would really like to say um, Zach Zach Farnbaugh, just because he he's so good. Like coming into new terrain or a new place and like figuring it out. Like he, you know, day one, day two, he might not he might not quite have it nailed down what the deer are doing, but by the end of the hunt, he's in them. And he's gonna have some good opportunities, almost, yeah. almost without question. Yeah, and for sure. 
I don't think you can say that about that many people. Like you go to a, a new state you've never been to on public land where there's other people doing, trying to do the same thing you are. And three days in, you're already, you know, a step ahead of everybody else. I mean, I'm, I'm always impressed by that. Yeah, of course. I, yeah. I just don't know that many people that do that, I guess, to in general, but, um, yeah, Zach's, Zach's amazing at that. Well, I always hear people talk about Andy May. Um, but he's like, he's one of those guys that apparently flies under the radar a lot. So I've never really watched much of his stuff. I follow him on Instagram and he, he's always posting hero picks with good deer. So, so I'm sure there's something to that. But mm-hmm. I, I also really not fault. Dan's a nut, but he kills some giants. He does. And it's mostly in Wisconsin, I think, is where he hunts. But man, he kills some giants. So he would probably be yeah. my runner up. Um, as far as land managers go, I was actually, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying both Zach and Dan, they're just so good about reading sign and hunting off of the sign, not, not hunting a spot where they think there should be deer, but going off of like what actually is, you know, what's telling them to go where, where to go, I guess, you know. Yeah, dude, hundred percent. But okay. Anyway, so land land managers. My land person, boy, that's tough. You you named a couple really good ones. Um, honestly, Lee Lakoski. Yeah, he's doing a lot of really cool stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, there's also Don Higgins. Oh man, yeah, he, he, he killed some giants, but I don't know. I I just he's killed some insane deer. Don Higgins has, but I just don't think he's doing it with the consistency that Lee Lukowski is. I mean, yeah, and obviously Mark Jury. You know, he kind of made yeah, land management I mean, cool. Yeah, but, yeah, he. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that he might not make it on that list. Yeah. I mean, he he is amazing at, at killing big deer, but, yeah. Yep. But anyway, yeah, what was the last one? Oh, dude, you stole mine again. I was going to say him. I mean, there's not that many guys who are out grinding, knocking well, on his main course. That's what I'm saying, dude, is that, like, there's not that many people on, on YouTube that, like, or do or maybe there are and we just I mean I'm sure there are that we just don't know, but I don't know. Those guys as a team, those guys are just pretty dang amazing at getting on property, private oh, property. Yeah. And they're doing it in multiple states too. I mean Yeah. Ohio, not, Tennessee, Georgia. I mean, probably others. I don't know. But Yeah. It's impressive, and I mean both of it, you and me. We we have both locked, knocked on a lot of doors, and it's it's not that common to get a yes. Oh man, I and, I did something right. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what I don't know what they're doing, but I mean, maybe it's just the area we're in. I like to see the knock and the knock on doors and. Like Iowa, Missouri, Illinois area, Kansas. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, I bet their I bet their percentages would go down a little bit, but I would say so. 
still seems like they're getting a lot of yeses where they're at. I mean, yeah, pretty impressive. And but yeah, and you're, you're talking about a lot of um, you're talking about quite a few nutty people out there too. I guess as far as like uh, you know, don't want their animals harmed or or what have you. Yep. So I don't know. That would be tough. But yeah, those are some dream teams right there. Those guys are those guys are killers. They knock some big ones yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. There's a lot of a lot of more name a lot more names that, that could have been on there, but those I mean those guys are really good. Yeah, we'll revisit sometime maybe in a couple of years and, and have the conversation again and just see if it's changed at all and see if there's any additions. But a lot yeah. of guys come to mind. Yeah, man. Well, well, look, looking forward, Tim. Um, what uh, what do you got? What do you got looking forward here? Oh, as far as like whitetail stuff or what? Right. Yeah. I shot my bow tonight. <laughs> nice. Right on. It was. It was kind of a disaster. <laughs> I oh, don't no. know. I don't know what happened because I shot last week and it was shooting good. Like, I was shooting at 65 yards, and I wasn't shooting super tight groups, but I wasn't even worried about missing the target. And then tonight, hey, I was... Hey, sh- hey, Bill. Hey, Bill, at 65 yards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little block target, Joe. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know if my sight got bumped or what, but I was shooting, like, over a foot low, and I, I had the target sitting on a, a concrete pad and i actually busted a couple arrows so i was i was really mad (laughs) but i'm gonna figure it out later i I was getting frustrated so i was like you know what i'm just gonna put it up and worry about it some other time yeah but yeah that's good that's that's real good yeah I'm, i'm getting geared up though i'm looking forward to doing our uh our kind of goals and our goals podcast for for 2022 I'm going to try to get stands hung actually earlier than I ever have. Try to get them up by the end of June. Hopefully get about mm, eight to 10 pre-hung sets and then do mobile for the rest of the way. But Just try to stay out until season. Yep, exactly. Have them ready, ready for me to go sit whenever. November. What's your, what's your thought on, uh, on your trail cams that you'll be? Uh, a different approach as short as as far as like timing is yeah i think i'm gonna put them out a little later this year actually i just i feel like the intel that i'm getting in in you know july and august on the properties that i'm hunting is like it's really cool to get pictures of velvet bucks but it's actually not that it just doesn't mean squat that's what i'm you know i had encounters with a lot of the bucks that i that i got velvet pictures of yeah you know but at the same time it's like I'll get pictures of them later in the season. It's not doing me any good to know that they're there. I, I kind of know what bucks survived last year anyway. Uh-huh. So for me, it's like the Intel is going to be way more valuable once the velvet comes off. So I'm, I'm actually putting planning on putting most of my cameras up like the opening week time frame, September 15th. That's, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm probably going to have a couple out early. But most of mine, I'm going to try that same thing. Go in, you know, start having intel whenever I can actually hunt, you know. 
knowing a buck is in an area mid June, you know, doesn't really mean that he'll be there in, you know, second week of October. So I think that's exactly. smart. At least, at least for some properties that I'm on is like, I'd be better off staying out of there because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, you know, some of my good deer survived. Um, so I think I'm going to try, I'm going to try kind of the same thing. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. And that, that was kind of my thought process. Like if, if I put them out in the first week of August and then if I was to leave them all the way till October before I checked them, that's fine. But if they're not out there, I don't have the temptation to go check them. Cause what I was doing is I was checking them every two weeks. And so I'd check them, you know, I'll put it out August 1st. I would check it August 15th and I would say, Oh yeah, there's some shooters or whatever. And then I would keep checking and checking. And then every two weeks, that's just more and more pressure on all of my properties. So it's doing me more harm than good ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, figured, I think there's, I think there's some wisdom in that, man. I'm excited to see the results. You're going to kill a deer. You're going to kill a big deer this year. I have a feeling. I actually have a feeling too. Yeah. I'm not like, going to lie. I like feel pretty good. I, I, I think this, I think your number one buck, I think you might be able to kill him if you are still able to hunt him. And I mean, I, I, I just, you know, you know, whenever a guy hunts for so long and then he's like, okay, like, have a feeling just no hey i'm here sorry hello can you hear me there he is yep okay sorry you were breaking up a little bit that actually happened earlier too when you were breaking down your your turkey hunt so i'm Uh, hoping i'm hoping uh well i'm hoping your audio is good on this app i don't know if one of our our connections is just a little little off but i'll ride back no, Hopefully I was just saying out. that I think I think you'll kill a big one this year. Yeah, I, I actually think so too. I have pretty high hopes, so we'll see. Yeah, awesome. Well, you want to shut her down? Yeah, let's do it. You got anything else here? Not really. All right, man. Well, hey, that was good Not talking. Really. We'll, we'll do it again in a couple weeks. Yeah, sounds good. Y'all have a good one. All right, Joe. Bye-bye. Bye.